I'm back in here for another edition after your mother. I'm trying to stay up on the horse and give y'all episodes without falling off. But I think it's the beginning of the week, so I'm doing good. In any event, like I said last episode, it don't seem like there's never not a dull moment in America. Well, let me take that back. I think I said it wrong. There's never a dull moment in America. Just when you think life can take a break, you look up and more stupid or wild shit happens. Now, in the last 24 hours, I had my fucking news team sweep the internet found this little bit of info at like 12 in the morning so most of you motherfuckers didn't even know this shit until you got up check social media but in case you've been living under a fucking rock or you just don't listen to or you just don't listen to rap music Young Thug has got indicted him and Gunner on a 56 count Rico charge along with 28 other motherfuckers, right? Now, I like to just say this before I get into the episode. Now, we gonna see how this whole ass nigga hold up to these charges, right? Is he gonna fold like 6'9", or is he gonna stand and not break? I got $100, this nigga fold like a fucking beach chair. We already know Gunner got a history of snitching. I mean, let me take that back. He was informing the police when he was a child. However you like to phrase that, that young nigga was snitching. Now his mama told him to do it, and you know, sometimes you gotta do what your mom say. But, uh, humans are creatures of habit. So even if he snitched at the behest of his mother, there's no telling if he's not gonna do it again. It's a high probability. It's turning shit off. Sorry about that, y'all. Some white bitch rolled up, listening to some bullshit rap music, fucking up my episode. Yo, so I'm back. <clears throat> but like I was saying, I take no personal pride and any black person getting locked up. However, I do take uh, satisfaction, right? I take satisfaction at black people to get locked up for doing preventable shit, right? Um, not because I wanna see them in jail necessarily, but because your whole point is to make it out of the ghetto, right? Like if you grew up in a fucked up neighborhood like Young Thug over there on Cleveland Avenue in Atlanta, it's nothing, but, it's nothing but a bunch of fucking crackheads, dope boys, niggas getting shot like it's the wild, wild west, right? You make it through all that monkey shit without a high school diploma. Yeah, without a high school diploma, not only do you make it into rap, right, but you become a notable figure in rap music, right? I don't like a lot of his music, but I can't ignore the fact that he's made some waves throughout his, I want to say, about 12-year career. I think the nigga blew up in 2012. Um, 
So, actually 10 year career. Might have been a little longer than that. I, I remember him from 2012 and on. It might have been a little earlier, right? He was uh, being managed by uh, Birdman. But you make it through all that monkey shit to get signed, to drop a slew full of mixtape that undoubtedly have garnered you some type of money. Uh, I don't think his debut album did good. That might be because he was wearing a, he, they had him on the fucking front cover wearing a dress, looking stupid as fuck. But, um, yeah, you make it through all that just to revert back to your, I don't even want to say humble upbringing. But yeah, like I was saying, you make it through all that shit to achieve something. And yes, I got to, no matter how much I dislike his music, I do have to acknowledge he has accomplished something, right? Something that a lot of black men that want to do rap music are probably never accomplished. And that is notoriety and fame, along with money, right? Did all that shit just to revert back to your upbringings. And the things that you had to do survivalistically to even make it out of the ghetto. Like, now, let's not get it fucked up like he'll ever return back to the hood. Um, and even that's debatable if he don't manage his money right. Be like a lot of these fucking rappers. Um, a lot of rappers that I grew up on, while they haven't returned to the hood, they not as rich or famous as they used to be. One that comes to mind is Spice One. That's a West Coast rapper. Now this nigga, and I'm going on a tangent here, but I'll bring it back to Young Thug. Spice One had, I think I want to say two of the dopest albums between 91 and 93. Before, and, and even until 95. Like I want to say up until Tupac got killed. He was hotter than Tupac when he came out. He was about as hot as Ice Cube. The nigga had a buzz. He was on a bunch of soundtracks, right? Representing the Bay Area. Fast forward later, 25 years later, word on the street is that he was damn near broke. He was going on Vlad TV trying to make a comeback. He did a song with Snoop Dogg in 2020. I don't know if it popped, but it got him back into the mainstream circuit to go back on tour with a, other, with a bunch of other West Coast rappers you probably forgot about, like MC8, DJ Quick, Sibo, um, just to name a few, that's off the top of my head. But, if Young Thug doesn't manage his money, he will be in that same boat. Let's run cryptocurrency, I don't know. It, it shit is, shit's up in the air. What I do know is, my question, not to just Young Thug, but Chris Brown, Soldier Boy, and any other motherfucker that wanna be affiliated, what the fuck are you doing? Like, first Pooh Shiesty, right? This nigga had a buzz. He was hot in the streets. Gets indicted and sentenced to five years in prison for robbery. Max B got sentenced to fucking 20 years. He might be home, though. It's been about 15 years since Max B was sentenced. So, he might be home. Um, and I do think he can make a comeback because he wrote all Jim Jones shit. And that shit was hot. And we see Jim Jones has not been able to make a formidable comeback without the writing of Max B's pen. But yeah, either these motherfuckers get shot and killed 
like Nipsey Hussle, Young Dolph, XX.Sition, uh, or they go to prison for 5, 10, 20 years. As a 39-year-old man still trying to accomplish something greater than myself, right? I have written two books. I do a podcast. Uh, from time to time, I sell apparel, right? So I've achieved things that I'm not going to downplay, but I haven't achieved the amount of success as Young Thug or any of these rappers trying to be street. Now, I don't know if these niggas are trying to follow the playbook of Tupac, But they're sorely losing. The playbook is not causing you to win. And I look at being black as like being on a team. Right? We on the black team. And right now we losing. Either, either our starters, which are rich and famous people, are getting sacked. Metaphorically and literally. Or... They're just not bringing us into the 21st century like we need to. We need more formidable five, Fortune 500 companies. And I think that, unfortunately, rappers and entertainers are at the forefront to actually be able to do, or at least expedite the situation. Now, that doesn't mean if you're not a rapper, you can't actually move the culture but it seems like the, the needle of the culture is being moved by entertainers. And they keep fucking, like, setting us back. I see no formidable, formidable businesses, Fortune 500 companies being formed at a massive rate, right? For every Jay-Z, Pete Diddy, Russell Simmons, and a handful of other motherfuckers, you got like a hundred thousand motherfuckers that ain't doing shit, right? They're making money, hand over fist, and just buying bullshit, right? Making the establishment, white America, even more richer. I think that was a devil negative. But you get what I'm saying? They're making the, the, the dominant society richer. They're not doing anything. They're becoming high paid consumers. Now, I know it's gonna be a hate motherfucker out there that's gonna say, well, you should be doing what you, you should be doing something. What are you doing? I'm trying, motherfucker. I don't have a PR team, a publicist, a whole slew full of people on my payroll to propel my dreams to the forefront, right? It's a work in progress. Sometimes it feels like a workout in futility. However, I stay optimistic, so then there's that. But it just, it, it, it brings me to the question I asked before. What the fuck are they doing? Right? At this rate, I kind of feel like black people as a collective are just doomed. Now, you do got people, like I said, Jay-Z, Russell Simmons, P. Diddy, Master P., Lil Boosie and several other motherfuckers I can name that are trying to propel black people into the mainstay as formidable Fortune 500 moguls, right? But it just seems like we just got a bunch of fucking idiots. 
that are just constantly setting us back. Now, I think that might be putting too much onus on Young Thug and Gunner. I think these niggas are like 29, 30, 31. Between that age range, between 29 and 31. I don't think they're in the mid-30s yet. They're just not moving the needle. And this shit is embarrassing. Because it's almost like seeing Mark Zuckerberg form Facebook and then getting indicted on embezzlement charges. Now, unlike white people, black people kind of need entertainers and people of notoriety to actually like help the progression of the collective group because it's such a small number of us and because of all the shit that we face as a common person in America, right? If you're a common black person, right? Non-black people and white people, and even sometimes other black people, they sabotage your growth, right? White people, even if a white person of any notoriety, fame, or money gets indicted on something, it doesn't hurt their collective group because they, they have more numbers, right? So if you're like 67 to 72% of the American population, if 10% of those niggas, if 10% of them niggas get indicted on some bullshit, RICO charges, they still have another 57 to 62% of white people doing collective business. Not to mention they've already established most of the companies in America that are white owned, right? So, for lack of better words, they can kind of sacrifice 10%. When it's only 13% uh, uh, 13%, 13.5% black people in America, we kind of can't have 10 to 15% of black people being indicted on dumb shit. Especially when they're people of formidable means and resources. Not to mention, it, it really shows a pathology of black people. Now, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, and I hate to use a white supremacist talking point, because it's not most of us, right? Most, most of the criminal element in black society is less than 1%. So it's not even a fraction of most of us being indicted on stupid shit. But when you got entertainers getting indicted on stupid shit, and let's be realistic, that's what most black people of any formidable means, that's what their occupation is. You have more black people of means that are some type of entertainer, whether it be actor, actress, singer, rapper, um, talk show host, that's not to say that it's not black doctors, lawyers, judges, and shit like that, right? But let's be realistic here. Only 3% of Americans got make over $100,000 a year. And I think the number is probably even smaller for black society because we not lead the league in corporate America, right? It's white people and Asians. So, yeah, it kind of looks bad. It really it speaks to the pathology of people, black people, that make any formidable amount of money 
It's literally the consensus amongst other people that aren't black. They say, look it. The people in their society that make above average amount of money are in entertainment. And too often, too many of them either are consumer, like high paid consumers like Nicki Minaj and Soulja Boy. Which I can't even say that about Soulja Boy because he has a video game console, right? He's a businessman. I could give him that. If I'm not mistaken, he has a video game console. He has uh, clothing. Um, oh, he got a record label. I don't know how good it's doing. And he does other shit, right? So he, he's at least trying to like, as a one-man army, be a businessman. Master P, uh, the same, right? Rick Ross, Nipsey Hussle, but you know, Nipsey got killed. So then that was a setback. Um, Young Dolph was a businessman. I think they said he had he has over a hundred properties, or at least he left a hundred properties to his kids. He got killed. So it's like it's a major setback, right? It, it makes us look stupid. Not only that, if I'm not mistaken, like I said, Young Thug is like 30, 29 and 31, right? Not even 40. Or even close to it. What the fuck are you trying to be a thug for? I mean, we know that's 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 in your name. But that's a stage name. You shouldn't yeah, I mean, realistically, you're a he's a musician. You should not be wanting to be a criminal and you're a musician. You make music. I was telling somebody at work this shit. What I can't understand. It's how rappers, for some inexplicable reason, think that they tough guys, right? You make music, bro. No matter how hard you may try to like sound on a track, no matter how much gorilla shit you, you kick over the track, like you make music. That's almost like Willie Nelson talking about smoking people. Bro, you make music. Now, it's a lot of like misguided youth ignorant dumb motherfuckers that they, they buy into that and teenagers right when I was 13 I bought into the whole ideal of Tupac but even at 13 even I understood that Tupac was a fucking rapper right he was a musician even at 13 I used to ask, I'm ask myself what the fuck is he doing see cause I grew up on Tupac so I remember Brendan's got a baby all the way up to um, keep your head up, and then two of America's most wanted. He might have been a thug, but realistically, he wasn't no gangster. Hell, he had been in entertainment for six years. I think it wasn't even, like he I, I didn't even have a long run in the streets. I mean, as an adult, think about it. Tupac started rapping; he was like 17. That's a kid. 18, 19, even 20. That's three years. You're, you're basically a kid. None of that shit hits on the radar. Right? It doesn't register as criminal activity. It registers as bullshit activity. And then after 21, he was like, what? He did, he dropped Tupacalypse Now. He was in the movie Juice. 92, he did Menace, uh, not Menace Society. He was supposed to do Menace Society in 93. He did Poetic Justice in 92. 
he did above the rim in 94 like like bro he was an actor he was a rapper right these are professions that by and large niggas ain't gangsters you can't even you can't be a gangster if you're a musician or a rapper or an actor like how much street shit can you do while you reading like scripts for movies right you can't you can't read a script and then go and bust your gun and sell dope and rob people like once again all those are just survival taxes to make money right if you're an actor what the fuck are you trying to make money doing shit that is survival like you've already entered an industry that affords your life right all you got to do is just stick to it but I think he got caught up in the people he was around which were a bunch of dumb motherfuckers man like Suge Knight M.O.B. Pyrus all these known gang members right posing as rappers Richie Rich those big sykes stretch like these were niggas that they, they were street niggas moonlighting as rappers and as you see even after tupac all these niggas came to their untimely demise if i'm not mistaken big sykes died in like 2012 or 13. stretch was killed shortly after tupac was robbed in 1994 95 and who else Richie Rich fell off right after Tupac died Sibo was incarcerated so it's like I, I, I never could understand the pathology of motherfuckers that inexplicably gained the opportunity to be more than what the fuck they were now maybe that's just my mind. Maybe I think clear and simplistic, and I or I just see like the bigger picture. If I sold dope for rob people or did any type of criminal shit to get ahead, once I got ahead, like it's kind of over. That's typically what it is. It's what it leads to. It's over. The street shit is over. Once you make X amount of dollars. One, doing some shit that you like or love. Street shit comes to an end. It's sort of like I said in a, a previous episode with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Niggas wasn't really thugs after they blew up. They was only thugging so they, they could survive. Niggas was only thugs in the namesake, right? That was their gimmick. They told stories when they was thugging. But after they got on with Easy and they blew up, and they went platinum like four fucking times, street shit is over. That's like going backwards. That's literally almost like, you rob motherfuckers to get a car. And you finally luck up 
and somebody affords you an opportunity to do what you love and you buy a Rolls Royce, not only can you buy the Rolls Royce, but you can maintain the Rolls Royce. And that Rolls Royce gets you to your job. And to a degree, you're safe. You can afford security. You can afford a better standard of living. You can afford to be around peaceful people. You can afford to get away from danger. You can afford to situate your family in a neighborhood where the crime is so fucking low, you'd have to fall on a fucking knife in the kitchen to get stabbed. So, I don't know, I, I really don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know what's wrong with these motherfuckers, man. I guess they heard so many like war stories from the 90s and 80s, right? Either their dad was tough or their uncles was street niggas. And because the, 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 the need, the emphasis to make money is not so like desperate as it was in the 80s and 90s, that they feel pussy. They feel soft. So they feel like they have to go out and make their bones doing something tough. Right? I don't know what that is. Maybe being raised by single moms and a bunch of rap records. All that leads to pathology, right? The mindset, the mentality of motherfuckers being conditioned to think that they have to do some shit like that. Not understanding that your dad wasn't going out there in the streets and busting his gun because it was cool. He wasn't selling dope. Your uncle wasn't robbing niggas because it was cool. Like in the in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, it was hard for a black money, a black, black man to make money outside of sports and entertainment. Hell, in the 90s, it was hard for niggas to make money in entertainment, right? We saw all the uh, 90s rappers now that are either damn near broke or don't have their masters is fucked up. So, that's not, the, that's not the consensus for a lot of these rappers now. They're getting to keep their masters. Or if they sell their masters, they're getting like 40, 50 million dollars. Rappers back in the days, they were selling their publishing for 25 grand. Yeah, they were selling their publishing for 25 grand, a bag of weed and a bottle of Hennessy. Like they was literally getting bent over and fucked. Metaphorically speaking. These motherfuckers now, they're getting paid 10, 20, 30, 40 million dollars for their publishing. They're not getting 360 deals. They're being able to keep anything that they, outside of their record sales, right? Whether it be show money, uh, uh, songs on YouTube, merchandise, appearances, all that shit, right? They just had the little bitch, Bad Baby, say she made 52 million dollars last year on OnlyFans like this bitch was a dirty ass Italian broke motherfucker from New Jersey went on the Dr. Phil show got a record label or not a record label but got a record deal probably like two years later at Interscope for two million dollars and now this bitch is worth 50 million dollars like it's not really 
It's, it's to me, it's not registering. Like I don't understand it. It's like now, if a rapper is doing some street shit, like Fetty Wap, it's pretty much because they mismanaged their money. This nigga had four number ones in the same year. In 2000, I want to say 2014. Nigga was the hottest thing smoking. Somehow, he fell back from recording. All, all these new rappers moved in. His popularity kind of, you know what I'm saying? It kind of dwindled. And now this stupid motherfucker was out here selling, uh, I think they caught his ass with a hundred, a hundred thousand dollars in fentanyl, a hundred kilos, some X pills and a whole bunch of other bullshit. Like just going straight ass backwards. So I don't know, man. I don't know if these niggas are retarded or they're trying to live up to their fathers or they uncles or their older homeboys war stories but they're looking plenty fucking stupid and like I said on my Instagram post it's a lot of idiotic sellout motherfuckers in music nowadays right but I won't I won't attribute that to them being from the south right because it's a lot of niggas whether the west coast the midwest right or east coast that made stupid idiot music I love ODB, but this nigga made, he said some of the dumbest shit on records, right? Trick Daddy, I like some of Trick Daddy's songs, but he was a, a coke snort motherfucker and was hell bent on being a thug. You know what I'm saying? He lightweight, he lightweight fell off since Rick Ross came out and blew up. You know what I mean? He didn't got it back, right? Whether it's the love in hip hop, Miami, um, the disc jockey job he got in Miami, or the cooking show that he has, right? And the catering business, right? So he making strides. But a lot of these motherfuckers don't get second chances, right? And when you come out of like destitute poverty, you shouldn't even want a second chance. You should excel the first fucking time. Like, Young Thug is from over the Cleveland Avenue, Cleveland Avenue area, right? I lived over there. It's so destitute and impoverished. People so fucked up over there. You got dope, dope heads running around trying to suck their own dick. You got dope boys over there getting their crack took by dope heads. You got bitches that's over there tricking with three, four kids on drugs. Hell, the area just look nasty as a motherfucker. So, I don't know, man. But I will say, like I said originally, we shall see. This is that nigga's telling moment, him and Gunner. Because right now they got him under RICO charges. But in particular, he's actually being... He's actually being charged for conspiracy to have stabbed another rapper while he was locked up. I think the nigga name is YNF Lucci. They're alleging that Young Thug ordered someone to stab him while he was locked up in prison. 
And this isn't the first time though Young Thug has tried to like has been named in some criminal shit. Remember back in 2000 and I want to say 2015, 16, some shit like that. Might have been later, might have been earlier. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. But Lil Wayne's tour bus was shot up. And the police, namely the prosecutor, alleged that. I forgot what his name was, but his last name was Renfro. He ended up going to prison for eight years. I think for attempted murder. But it was alleged that Young Thug had tried to smoke Lil Tunchi at the behest of Baby because of his lawsuit. So, now I guess he could, they, the state couldn't find anybody to snitch or, uh, I guess, uh, I guess the little dude was taken care of while he was in jail, right? So, he didn't, stay, he didn't turn state's evidence, but it's not out of the scope of Young Thug to do some shit like this, right? This is my question to Young Thug. It's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? You fucking up, bro. But, like they say, bad habits die, die old or die young or die hard or whatever the fuck bad habits die hard it might be just the bullshit that's finally caught up to his ass but this shall be the deciding factor on if he breaks or if he stands firm if he snitches it's over for his career see unlike 6 9 see he ain't black and everybody knew he was pussy young thug to a degree he's certified right He's either put in work or paid other people to put in work. So, this will be his telltale moment. Him and Gunner. I got $100 a piece on both of them niggas that they snitch. If you'd like to place the bet, my cash app is uh, dollar sign warrior style films. You can leave me a message on this app or you can DM me at uh, F-Y-A-M-O-T-H-A. And we can make a bet. And if I win, I send you 200 or you if I win, you send me $200. And if I lose, I send you $200. I would really place that bet. I want to see this shit. Um, unless the charges get dropped. That's the only way this this wager don't count. If the charges get dropped, it don't count. But if they stick whatever the deciding factor is, right? Whether guilty or not guilty. I want to see if they're going to turn state's evidence. I got $200 say that both of them niggas do. Anyways, it's just been my thoughts, ideas, and opinions on that. If you've been entertained, uh, sorry about the uh, stop and go, the pauses within the episode. For some reason, it's usually quiet over here when I record. Been a bunch of dumb motherfuckers walking past or blaring music. So bear with me. Anyways, I'm out.